He's our dear friend, Rich Lowry. Good morning, Rich. They said, you know, the, the secret of Peloton, you got to do it with the sound down. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, it's so annoying what oh. they say. And they, they say all the same stuff. You know, your life is changing if you just, you know, turn it up to 80 or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's so ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, just just uh, just turn, do it with sound down. And when they stand up, you know, stand up. You know, you know what it is? I, I'm a pretty happy guy. I really am. And um, people, for the most part, love me. For the most part, they love me. Not everybody. Um, but these people... Like this girl, I like this girl, and there's another one I I, I do also. Jessica Sims is on this. Uh, no, no, I know her too, by the way. <laughs> but but they're like so happy. It's like it was like Al Roker oh, yeah, used yeah. to be when he was fat. Now he's not so jolly anymore. <laughs> but you, you, know, you know, nobody wants to see the the jolly weather guy at four o'clock in the morning on a, on a twenty nine degree day be miserable. <laughs> so I have to get through this so happy part. And then she actually is a pretty good motivator. But talking about Al Roker and 29-degree day, do you know that in Mason City, Iowa today, Mason City, Iowa, the minus real 30. field temperature will be minus 39 degrees? There you go. All those That's rural cold. areas in Iowa where those Trump supporters are many have not been plowed yet, according to some of my friends. Mm. So it's going to be difficult for these people to caucus. I don't think it matters. I think he's has such a big lead. He's going to kill DeSantis and Haley anyway. But can you see the weather posing a threat to Trump's victory in terms of points? Maybe. Maybe it holds down the margin some. But I, I just think, you know, you look at the polling, and his supporters are so committed. They're so enthusiastic. Assuming that it's just it's physically possible to get to a caucus site, they're getting there. I think the person who is in, in most danger of uh, her result being really affected is, is Haley because her people are less committed. They're less enthusiastic. Half of them are Democrats or independents. So she could slip behind DeSantis. Not that it's going to matter. I mean, it, you know, all the points suggest they'll be clustered around 20 percent. And and that I don't think that's going to be enough for for DeSantis to have a plausible campaign going forward. She'll still have a shot in New Hampshire, but um, all indications, every single poll is consistent. It, Trump is going to stomp. DeSantis will be done after today. Bottom line, he's going to lose by thirty twenty. He's done after today. I doubt he wastes his time in New Hampshire or South Carolina, but he may. But let's let's assume he gets hammered today, which he will, and he's done. Where did Ron DeSantis go wrong? He was the governor of Florida. That was the one state uh, that did it right during COVID. I know Trump yep. has since gone up on him, but where did it go wrong for Ron DeSantis? I think there, there are many things. The two things I would mention was his strategy, which I supported and seemed to make sense to me, was to go into the center of the party, not the center of the party ideologically, obviously ran to the right, but the, the center of the party were, you know, MAGA voters that maybe, you know, a little, little this way and that on, on Trump. Um, and win them over, and then get all the non-Trump voters, leave them no alternative but to come to him, and then boom, he has a plurality, and you know m- m- maybe he can get a chance at 50% places. The problem is there, there is no moving those MAGA voters, once, especially once Trump was in, indicted. And then Nikki Haley swept up all the non-Trump voters, so he's left with 15%. Um, and then the second thing, just obviously, you know, I don't say this in a harsh way, but he doesn't have it. He's never met it. He's never been with 100 miles of it. You know, he's he's extremely well prepared. He's smart. He knows what he's talking about, but utterly charmless. Just utterly. He's not said one funny thing 
on the campaign trail. Donald Trump, in an average rally, says 10 funnier things than Ron DeSantis has ever said in his life. And you don't necessarily want a, a funny president, but it's, it's part of what makes someone an alluring personality. You know, and he, just, he just doesn't have it. He smiles at, at the debates. My daughter asked me the other day, she was watching some of the last debate, Daddy, why is, is Ron DeSantis' smile look so weird? And it's because it was fake. Every single smile yeah, was fake. You know, and fake. people can feel that. Then I would add in also just the, the, everything he said was calculated. Same thing with Nikki Haley. Everything she says is rehearsed. And, and that's just such a contrast with Trump, you know, who's fearless, who's funny, who's spontaneous. And I was looking at a CBS national poll – or no, ABC national poll. Uh, by overwhelming margins, Republicans think Trump is the, is, has the best chance to, to beat Biden. He has the best experience. And he's a strong leader. And those three attributes are absolutely key. And, and he's, you know, 68 and Ron DeSantis is 11. So um, he put it all together. And that's that's where he. I'm surprised. He the, the last point you made surprised me because for the longest time, Republican voters seem to think Nikki Haley's got the best chance to beat Biden. I've, I've met people who are otherwise very nice people and smart people who sound stupid. I mean, what good is it if Haley could beat Biden? If you don't win the NFC championship game, you can't get to the Super Bowl. And she can't beat Trump. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, who cares if she can beat Biden if she can't beat Trump? Yeah, well, that, that's another big thing, the electability argument. They all figured that's the, that's the best case to make, make against Trump because you're not saying he's a terrible person. You're not saying he's a bad president or any of that. You're just saying, oh, you know, we, we like the guy, great policies, but it's not, it's not going to be possible for, for him to get it done. And whatever it was, I, I forget, you know, four months ago, five months ago, but when the, when the polling just showed – Trump really strong against Biden. There was just no way to make that argument anymore, and that was another another big factor. Totally agree. Now the, they cannot make that argument uh, anymore. Donald Trump, and what's amazing too here, when you think about it, Rich, is he spent two days in court, two days in court yep. last week, and then he goes to Iowa, and once again Saturday night he sets the place on fire. Complete contrast to Ron, where he's got the crowd laughing. I mean, I know we talk about him all the time as being the energizer bunny, and we say all these things about him, but to actually see it now, we talk for months about what's it going to be like. This guy's going to go to court for different cases day after day and then go campaign. Well, we yeah. saw some of that the last couple of days. I'm astonished. Yeah, well, it, uh, after this, the, the debate last week between Haley and DeSantis, which was not much to write home about, I, I was watching Fox at 9. I, I often watch the top of America's newsroom just to see, okay, this is what they consider the most important news of the day. And it was all courtroom. Uh, all, no, no mention of the debate. All courtroom. And my wife was there, and I was, I was like, look, it's, it's, they're, they're not even mentioning the debate. He said, why does is Fox, you know, not like Haley and DeSantis or whatever? I said, no, no, watch. CNN will be the exact same thing. Turn over CNN courtroom. <laughs> so someone of the DeSantis operation was telling me there's some – I'm going to mess up the exact numbers. There's some media tracking thing they do where you see mentions, and then it calculates what, how much it would cost you to get that level of attention. And they said on a good day, DeSantis gets like $5 million. Sorry, on an average day, maybe about $5 million. On a good day, $8 million. On a bad day, Trump's getting $60 million, and on a good day, he's getting $100 million. And that's another thing. He just dominates the attention space just the way he has since 2016 and since he's been a national political figure. Well, two or three people on the show last week, uh, from Judge Jeanine Pirro to uh, Roger Stone. Roger Stone on Friday said, Sid, it's done. It's done. Barack Obama sat down with Biden last week. This is true. And he told him, you're finished. It's over. Uh, it will not be Biden-Harris. Write it down now. The Democrat ticket in November, and it's done already, is Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom. 
Again, Judge Jeanine Pirro seemed to think that would be the case. Others seemed to be that would be the case. Roger Stone said Friday, Sid, trust me, that is the case. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's going to be Biden-Harris, unless Biden falls down in a terrible way or there's some health event. I just think, don't think he wants to go. Uh, I don't think he wants to leave. He thinks he's the only guy who can beat Trump. He's delusional, but that's what he thinks. There's no way to leverage but, but, him but, 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 but doesn't he take yeah. just about all of his orders from Barack since he won? I mean, Barack is going to tell him, you only won because of me. I, I don't think so. 